0: You got to make the morning last, just kicking down the cobblestones, looking for fun and feeling
1: groovy. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm Leah Wetzel, licensed nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. And I want to thank all of you for listening today to Dishing Up Nutrition. This hour-long program is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and it's dedicated to giving you life-changing nutrition information that's based on scientific research. You know, often, starting with Thanksgiving dinner, and through the holidays of overconsumption of food starts, doesn't it? Sometimes it starts with Halloween. Oh, right. Halloween. Don't forget that. I don't <laughs> forgot about Halloween. And this goes on until the Super Bowl. And one of the major complaints that I hear from clients is that my heartburn is out of control. You know, it never fails. Every year, the holiday heartburn kicks in. So today, we're going to give you some simple solutions to avoid getting heartburn, not only for the holiday season, but for all year. And as you heard just a minute ago, my, joining me today is my, my cohort, Cassie Wienes. And Cassie is a registered and licensed dietitian, and she has lots of experience in, with today's topic. And Cassie, I know you always like to start the show with a, a special shout out to your two biggest fans. I do. But first, good morning, good Leah. Morning. It's fun to be on the yeah, radio with you. Yeah, we've been catching up. We've yeah. been each other in a while. It's great. It's
0: been a while. And I was just saying to my husband last night, I said, I remember when, <laughs> and I don't know how many years ago this was, but I remember teaching the six week weight and wellness series myself in St. Paul and you were sitting in right. training right, and I met you for the first right. time. Almost nine years ago, I think. Oh. Oh, my Lord. I know. And you, at that time, were a graphic designer. Right. I know. Since have fallen in love with nutrition, right. went back to school, You're yeah. a licensed nutritionist, and- you Obviously. are such an asset oh, to this and company you are too. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. You are yeah. yeah, you're a gem. But um good morning to you and yes, you know me well. I do like to give a shout out to my two biggest fans, but today is the first day that they are not at home listening. Oh, really? Can you believe Riley? Oh. My my guy that was a baby when yep. I first met you, he's old enough to be on the St. Michael Albertville traveling basketball team. Wow. So, they're at Madami in a tournament and so let's see, they started their game Seven minutes ago. Okay. So well, I'm just going to wish them good, good luck. luck. And his sister, um, my other big fan, right. the second grader, is there watching him. Oh, so, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Lots that's, of fun. That's great.
1: Yeah. And, and I, you know, I would like to give a special congratulations out today. My sister just gave birth to my new niece, Lauren Elizabeth, oh, on Thursday. I love that name, so, Lauren Elizabeth. Isn't that cute? Yes. That's really cute. Yeah. Yes. So congratulations to Kristen, and Josh, and Lauren. And Lauren, and then your little guy is turning three three, soon. You were telling me, oh my gosh, lots (laughs) of special people out there. Right, 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 right. And it's, yeah, like we said, it's such a pleasure to be on the show with you today. You know, and everybody should stay tuned because Cassie's going to share her story about her son and how she was able to help him get rid of his heartburn or reflux, as we call it, um, with changing his diet.
0: Yes, Riley's story is an important one to share because it always helps somebody or or several someones out there in the listening audience. So we will get to that a little later in the show. But first, let's talk about... Some symptoms, symptoms of what I would call acid reflux, because even though today's show is titled Holiday Heartburn, Mm -hmm. a lot of listeners probably don't know that heartburn is just one
1: symptom of acid reflux. That's right. That's right. So the symptom heartburn kind of talking about that is a burning sensation in your chest that can can extend up into the neck or the throat area. You know, it can get worse if you're bending over and, of course, if you're laying down, right? Right. And like Cassie said, lots of doctors call it acid reflux or GERD, uh, gastroesophageal reflux disease.
0: So that heartburn is a a pretty common symptom that I think everybody knows about. But some other symptoms that you might be having, either in the absence of heartburn or along with that heartburn... That would be telling you you have acid reflux. Are first of all a sour or bitter taste in your mouth right. frequently. Yep, and you can imagine why that is. Your stomach acid is, is coming up, is your coming up mm-hmm. and and you're getting that flavor. Uh, difficulty swallowing that can. Come about over time if yeah. you've had acid reflux untreated or undiagnosed. Right. It starts to damage your esophage- esophagus and you have a difficult time swallowing after a while. A frequent sore throat. Right Now, we're in the middle of cold and flu yes. season, so if you have a cold and you have a sore throat, they probably go together. But if you often get sore throats in the absence of a cold, that could be acid reflux. A hoarseness to your voice, mm-hmm. sort of that raspiness, even if you haven't been out at a smoky bar all night the night before. <laughs> that could be acid reflux. A chronic cough. Right. Wheezing is another one. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. And it could get as bad you know, as getting to the point of being diagnosed with asthma when really it could be acid reflux right. at the core of the problem. Bad breath is another one. Even if you've brushed your teeth, that was something Riley always had back
1: when he had unresolved reflux. Right. And then earaches. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting connection. You know, I've had a lot of clients that, you know, had never really had that classic burning sensation uh, like we would think of with heartburn. Right. But would have frequent earaches that really turned out to be heartburn. Isn't that interesting? The the
0: reflux. Yeah. Yeah. And I am sure that there are a lot of people out there in the listening audience that are relating to some of these symptoms we've just mentioned because you and I know the statistics, Leah. 60% 60% of the adults in this country will have acid reflux or heartburn sometime throughout the year. Right. And
1: often this time of the year.
0: Yes. Often the holidays. Yes. So it's really important, we feel, to ask the question, why would acid reflux, whether it's in the form of heartburn or earaches or some other symptom, why would acid reflux increase in frequency and increase in intensity
1: during the holidays. You know, that's a really good question. You know, And as nutritionists, we often look at what are we eating or drinking differently this time of year? Right. And I know what comes to my mind <laughs> when you pose that question, but I'm curious what comes to your mind. You know, the first thing that I think about is Christmas cookies, right? AKA sugar and flour. I still remember training
0: in with Dar years ago. And you know, as part of the training, as <laughs> mm-hmm. you went through, you sit in with Dar as she's counseling clients. And we had somebody with gastric reflux disease. And she said to me, you will find Cassie that most people, not all, but most people with acid reflux, it's either the sugar or it's the gluten, right, like you would find fl- in the yeah. flour you mentioned, or it's both. Right. So sugar or flour. You know, when you think about the holidays, it's not just the Christmas cookies. No. It's the fresh-baked dinner rolls, yep. it's the fudge, Right. the bottles of beer, the right. glasses of wine, maybe the seven-layer bars. We can't forget about the ooey-gooey popcorn balls right. that my mom makes every year. <laughs> right. Maybe potato chips are laid yeah. out. These are all what we would
1: call high-sugar foods. Right, right. How can we forget any of those foods? These foods are everywhere this time of year. And really, has anyone ever, if you stop and think, have you ever noticed heartburn after eating holiday fudge? I bet people are now starting to make that connection, yeah. but typically that's they not don't. the
0: message we're given. No, right. We're told it's spicy foods right. or it's all your coffee, but yep. it's the sugar. Right.
1: Yep. And, you know, sugar really is more obvious really when we think about it. Uh, but there are other foods that cause this reaction to foods like gluten. So what about gluten?
0: So gluten, those of you that aren't familiar with gluten, it's the protein that you find in, for the most part, wheat, barley, rye, and most of the oats that is out there and available. So think of the baked goods and the, the dinner rolls and the things that you might be eating over the holidays that are made from wheat or oats. I always think first of processed carbohydrates. Yes. Processed meaning they mm-hmm. come from a factory. So That's the right. the loaves of bread you're buying, the pasta, the bagels, cold breakfast cereal. Yep. The all American breakfast. Granola bars. Yep. Muffins. Right. Maybe donuts you're buying this time of year. So all of these things contain gluten and they all turn to a lot of sugar actually too. So you get the double whammy. Right. So these are things that could be at the core of your acid reflux. And if you're a brand new listener to Dishing Up Nutrition and you want to learn more about gluten, and I say if you're brand new because the seasoned listeners have heard us talk about gluten a lot. But if you're brand new and you want to learn more about gluten, I wrote an article a while back but it's still really timely. It's called Gluten-Free Eating, and you can find it on our website at weightandwellness.com. It's just, a great article. It is. it is. I went yeah. and reread it last yeah. night. It is. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I wrote that. That's, that's darn good. Lots yeah. of great information, and it's just a great place to start if you want to learn more about gluten and where it's found and how to give gluten-free eating a trial run.
1: Yeah, that's great. Well, it's already our first break time. I know. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and it's brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And I'm Leah Wetzel, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here in the studio today with Cassie Wienes. Cassie is a registered and licensed dietitian. We have our very popular Nutrition for Weight Loss series coming up the week of January 11th all across the Twin Cities and even a new location in New Richmond, Wisconsin. So if you're looking to lose weight and keep it off or increase your energy, sleep better at night and decrease your inflammations, you know, that could be aches and pains in your joints or even reducing your heartburn symptoms. Right. This class is a great class for you. This 12-week series includes 12 weekly one-hour classes and a two-hour individual one-on-one appointment with one of our highly knowledgeable licensed nutritionists or dietitians. And 96% of people that take this series see health improvements. Those are good odds. Those are good odds. How many classes can you say you've taken and gotten that sort of mm-hmm. result, right? Mm-hmm. So for more information or to register, go online at weightandwellness.com or call our office today at 651-699, or sorry, 6, yeah, 689-3438. Yep. And questions for us today about heart or heartburn, please call us at the studio and that's 651-641-1071.
0: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I want to let everybody know that we have our ever-popular six-week weight and wellness series coming up in February. The Weight and Wellness series is going to be held at many of our different nutritional weight and wellness offices, but I do want to put a little plug in for Maple Grove because I'm going to be teaching the one in Maple Grove. These um, series start the week of February 2nd through March 8th. Right. This six-week series is great for anyone who wants an excuse to come in and check out the Nutritional Mm -hmm. Weight and Wellness offices in person, and truly, these classes can really help you improve all areas of your health. Right. If you want to sign up, or if you just want to learn more, you can either visit our website at weightandwellness.com, or the girls are already in the office (laughs) in St. Paul. They start bright and early, so you can call them for questions or to sign up, and the office number is 651 699-3438. 6993438.
1: You know and they're and they're constantly evolving and updating those classes and they are just like have the best research and they really do and I will <clears> tell <throat> you I
0: did not teach a, a series of of a 6 week series for oh I don't know probably 7 years right. cuz I was teaching classes for our corporate, corporate clients yeah. and and I had been seeing clients and I just had other things going on. So I wasn't teaching the series. And then last summer, kudos to Kristen Gunderson. She talked me into to doing some teaching. She's good at that. She's really good at that. And and I was so glad because I realized that I had gotten off track with a few little things. And that series just brings you back oh, right. and reminds you the research behind why we make the food choices that we do right. to stay healthy and and it, it was just great. And it was great to see the same faces every week yeah, and how everybody right. supported each I other. I teaching
1: that, yeah. And that knowledge is power, isn't it? Yes, it for is, sure. really, Yeah, so before break, we were talking about some connections to acid reflux or heartburn. Uh, we talked about sugar, and then we dove into uh, the gluten connection. And, and when we think about it, what people often connect to when they're having those symptoms of heartburn, they often blame things like tomato sauce, or spices, peppers, coffee. We talk chocolate. Those those foods often get the blame, but the real cu- culprit causing the inflammation is usually a high inflammatory food like sugar and gluten. And working with clients with heartburn, um, I often have great results by eliminating um, the heartburn by cutting out those two foods, the gluten and sugar. And most are able to reintroduce spicy foods, tomatoes, peppers, coffee, chocolate, without issues. You know, lots of time, the heartburn or food sensitivities is causing the heartburn.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, this is probably a great time to share Riley's story, my son's story, because his acid reflux had a direct connection to food sensitivities. Right. So see if my brain can go yeah, back. Can
1: you huh? remember back, back all a those decade? Years ago. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, it doesn't seem like that long ago. Right. That cute little baby. Oh. He um you know, honestly, I can think back now in hindsight and know that he had acid reflux from day one in the hospital. Wow. He was my firstborn, so I didn't know any different. But you know how newborns just lay in your yeah, arms and right. sleep? He never was still, even in the hospital. He was always, he would sleep, but he was like scrunching mm-hmm. and making faces and he was uncomfortable. right. But he didn't cry, so I didn't say anything to to anybody. But then at about the age of three months, I think he had had reflux long enough that it had burned his esophagus, and now it was getting really painful. So at the age of about three months old, he started to cry and cry and cry, and that's when I went to the pediatrician, and Mm. they said, well, it's acid reflux, let's put him on Zantac. Right. Now, keep in mind, I was not working at Nutritional Weight and Wellness at this point. I didn't know the company. I didn't know the these approaches that we know now right i knew to do what that pediatrician told me yep and i didn't question and so i filled the prescription for zantac we went home um ugh, it was awful i think right. he had some type of a reaction to it it didn't work i'm back in the hospital or in the doctor's office the next day yeah and the doctor didn't hesitate she said okay that didn't work let's try prilosec oh wow so out the door i Stronger, walked with a prilosec yep. yeah mm-hmm. step up prilosec Kind of seemed to help a little bit, but really didn't work. So after about a week, we went back. They said, okay, let's try Prevaced wow. Again, up the ladder right. a little bit more for this little baby. Yep. And said it helped. But you know what? I always could still hear the gastric juices coming back up. Right. And he would swallow them down. Yep. But because they weren't so acidic because of the medicine, it didn't burn. Right. And he didn't cry. Right. But the reflux was still there. Yeah.
1: Right, right, right. So when was he able to get off of the antacids? You know, it was... Well, honestly,
0: I would try like every three months... To get him off. To get him off. Right. And and usually was unsuccessful. And then it was shortly after his first birthday that I was able to somewhat successfully take him off of the Prevacet. And I say somewhat because I remember seen things that told me he was still having some reflux of yeah. course I'm the mother nobody else was noticing right. but there were times when when it would he would have that reflux but it it wasn't all day every day so somewhat successfully we came off of the Prevacid around the age of 1 okay but you know for whatever reason when he turned 3 it was shortly after his 3rd birthday cuz I remember it was around the holidays all of a sudden, the acid reflux came back with a vengeance. Mm. It was awful. Now, by this time, I'd been working at Nutritional Weight and Wellness as a counselor and an educator for a few years. So I was adamant, at least in the beginning, right. I was adamant I wasn't going to simply cover up this symptom called heartburn with a Band-Aid right. called Prevacid. Right. So I didn't run to the doctor.
1: Yeah.
0: I started to do some research. I sat up every night in the recliner with him, with Riley, oh. because you he can imagine lay you lay down right. the force of gravity. It was awful. Right. He, he couldn't. He would spring back up. So I would hold him in the recliner downstairs, hoping that the force of gravity would keep his stomach contents down long enough that he could get a few hours of sleep. Right. But I wasn't sleeping. No, and I relate
1: to that. That's, de- oh, that's really debilitating, relate, right? right?
0: It is. And working. S- and sleep is needed yeah, and working at the same right? time. I lasted about a week and I was going crazy. Right. And he wasn't getting great sleep either. Yeah, um, You know, but as I look back, Leah, there were other indicators besides just that heartburn that Riley had. Gastroesophageal reflux disease, or what you mentioned is sometimes called GERD. What was his other symptoms? He had the bad breath. Okay, no matter if he had just brushed his teeth or not, he had episode. He started to have these episodes of not being able to catch his breath.
1: Okay, wheezing, and yeah.
0: Most moms would have ran to the doctor, and he'd have been diagnosed with asthma. But I knew it was all connected. Yeah, that, that I had to figure something out, and then he was constantly chewing on his favorite blanket, or if he didn't have his blanket, he would chew on his sleeve. Yeah, and See that's those? a
1: big clue. Yeah, so if your child's yeah. a chewer, he or she might be experiencing some reflux. Right, because you think about it, he was having those gastric juices coming back up,
0: and yep. what do you do with all that moisture as a three-year-old? Nice. You chew on something yep. to sort of give it, get it out of your mouth. Um, as I mentioned, I lasted about a week, and then I broke down and I made an appointment with a gastroenterologist because I knew neither of us were going to last much yeah, longer right. on that kind no of... No sleep. No yeah. sleep, yeah. yeah. So um, where did we go from there? I'm trying to remember how it all went. The GI doctor, we had a few visits with him. In the end, he ended up doing an endoscopy and some other testing. And he said he found nothing. Right. So he wanted to put Riley on more than the average adult dose of Prevacid oh to control this awful reflux. Right. more than an adult dose. And this kid was three. Right. And I still remember being in the office and I looked at the doctor. I was about a foot away and I said, but don't we want to find out what's causing right. this reflux?" And he didn't hesitate. He looked at me and he said, my concern is getting rid of Riley's
1: symptoms. symptoms. Right.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I like jaw dropped. Like, did you hear what you just said? Right. Let's find the problem. But anyway, I knew there was no sense arguing. So I I took the prescription, Riley, and I walked out the door and I threw that prescription for Prevacid away before I even left the reception area yeah. that day.
1: Right, right, right. Well, we have to take another break. And when we get back, let's kind of get into... The what solution, resolved, what yeah. resolved Riley's reflux in the end? Because now he is reflux free, right? He is yes. and very athletic and right. healthy. Yeah, right. So it's break time again. And before we go to break, I want to talk about one of the many interesting things that was discussed at the 2015 American College of Nutrition Conference that I attended with Dar last month. You got to go to that too. I oh, did. fun. I did. It was great. Um, it was in uh, Orlando, Florida. So, oh, 90 right there degrees. was. Yep. I, yep. could, I could handle that. Right. Yeah, it was nice. So, uh, what we found out is a common connection to postpartum depression is copper toxicity, according to Dr. William Walsh, the author of Nutrient Power. Copper levels are naturally high during pregnancy, but should good, should go down during postpartum. And women who cannot break down copper properly tend to be prone to postpartum depression. In fact, this is very interesting, women make up 95% of copper toxicity. And the best place to start to resolve being too high in copper is to supplement in with a high-quality zinc because we have a natural teeter-totter system between zinc and copper. I did not know that. Yeah. That's
0: really interesting. Right. It, yeah,
1: and that was one of the many, many fascinating things that we learned. It was And great. such a simple
0: solution it to is. such a devastating thing. Right,
1: yep. So for questions for us today, please call us in the studio at 651-699-3438. Welcome back
0: to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. If you haven't heard, the holidays are right around the corner. (laughs) What? Leah and I were just talking about neither one of us are done Christmas shopping. Not yet. So, and and my second grader just reminded me last night. It just kind of made my heart stop. What did she say? There's like 11 or 12 days left. Yeah. And of course, she's all excited about right. it. And I'm thinking, oh no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so not much time left before Christmas. If yeah. you still have some hard to shop for people that you need to get a gift for, yeah. we have the perfect gift idea for you. We do. Or maybe you want to just buy it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's the gift of health. And from now until December 26th, at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we have a fantastic deal on our gift cards. Mm -hmm. You pay us $100 and we give you a $125 gift card. That's a deal. That's a good deal. Right. Great deal. So $25 free, basically. This gift card is good towards classes and counseling, just so everybody listening knows you can't use it to buy products. But again, you can use it towards classes and counseling. You can purchase it online, so you can go to weightandwellness.com or stop in at any one of our seven Twin Cities office locations and you can purchase the gift cards at our office locations. And if you're looking to find out where those are, weightandwellness.com and click on locations. We give you the address, the phone number, and directions. Pretty easy. Seven locations now. It's amazing. Oh my (laughs) lord. Every once in a while, I jump on the website and click on meet on nutritionists. Yeah. You know, I always feel like I'm in the loop. I work here. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, who's this new face that's working for us down in our brand new office? Right. right. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Business
1: is good. Business is good. It's really great. All right. So kind of back to Riley's story, I think. So we kind of talked about the frustrations of not really finding that solution to the, to the underlying cause yeah. of the reflux. And um, and so you started then, after this last appointment that you talked about, um, kind of seeking out other alternative solutions. I did. And I will tell you that through all of
0: this, through my GI doctors and, and trying to sort of go the traditional route, Dar was telling me, yeah, right. Cassie, take him off of gluten and dairy. She told me that I don't know how many times... And in my head, this is my my internal conversation. I was saying to myself, no way. Yeah. I was in denial. I think partly because subconsciously I knew how hard that would yeah. be. But also I was telling myself, nobody on my side of the family has food allergies. Nobody on Scott's side of the family has food allergies at that time that we knew of. right? Why would Riley have food allergies? No way. Right. But, you know, then push comes to shove and you're in between a rock and a hard place. And I broke down. A couple thousand dollars later and listen to Dar. I could have saved myself some money. But we took him off of gluten and dairy and it worked. Right. And I got to tell you, too, because I think this will be helpful to listeners. I had played around with it because Dar kept suggesting this to me. I sort of took him off of dairy Mm -hmm. at a point in time. But... When he went to grandma and grandpa's, I didn't say anything, so he probably had it there, you know, so I kind of played with it and I thought, well, this isn't working. So I put dairy back in and then I tried gluten Mm -hmm. and I was pretty much gluten free at my house, but I was letting him have oatmeal. Right. Um, And I thought, well, this isn't working. Never had done both together and never had done either one of them. 100%.
1: 100, So how long, going gluten and dairy-free completely, how long did it take before you noticed that his symptoms improved? Overnight. Wow. I wouldn't say he was 100%
0: reflux-free overnight, but huge improvement. And within a few days, we were off of that antacid. Wow. I mean, it was just, right, it was, that was the proof right there that, oh my gosh, this is the prescription that this boy needs.
1: Right. Right. That's amazing. And really, I think this is a great success story. And, and you know, it is so
0: common, like you were kind of mentioning yeah. earlier in the show, that a food sensitivity can be causing that acid reflux. Right. Now, not everyone listening with acid reflux needs to remove gluten and dairy. Right. That was the solution for Riley, but we all are different.
1: Exactly. But to investigate if there could potentially be a food correlation... To this food to the underlying reflux or heartburn is really important and we at nutritional weight and wellness have had many success stories like riley's both young and old and you know and i think it's the first place we should be investigating when you know trying to get rid of reflux or heartburn is really to figure out what foods are causing the heartburn not what pill i can take to mask my heartburn symptoms Right. And
0: I really honestly feel that all of us at Nutritional Weight and Wellness are experts in this area of heartburn and acid reflux because we see so many clients. We've worked with it so much. So if if you really want to get to the bottom of your heartburn or your acid reflux, I really encourage you to make an appointment with one of our dietitians or licensed nutritionists at yeah. Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Right. And to your point, Leah, <laughs> of not just taking a pill to mask the symptoms. Yeah. Have you noticed that the drug companies are running a blitz yes. right now? I mean, every time it seems like you turn on the TV, there is an advertisement for the little purple pill or know. some type of antacids. Right.
1: You know, even last night, I was watching TV and I saw this commercial of this guy opening the door and the pizza delivery guy was holding a pizza box and on top of the box of the, was a box of Zantac. <laughs> I have not seen that one. And I, I can't oh. even get mad anymore. I just have to <laughs> laugh. That is so
0: obnoxious. Right. Right, So obnoxious. And probably a lot of people are thinking, oh yeah, that pizza, the, the peppers and the onions and the spicy and sauce, the sauce caused my oh heartburn. No, right. no, no,
1: no. Right. It was the gluten in the crust. Right, right. So you might be wondering, why are we getting so worked up about heartburn medications? Why is that, Cassie? Do you really want to get me started? I'm looking at the <laughs> clock and I... I don't we have, have enough time, right but I'm going to tell
0: you, this class of antacids that we've been talking about to treat heartburn, they're an ugly, ugly class of drugs. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that until Riley had all of his problems and I did more than my share of research on these antacids. Again, when used long term, they are an ugly class of drugs with a lot of serious side effects. Right. Right.
1: Right, right, right. And I think it's worth noting that acid-suppressing drugs were only approved by the FDA for eight-week use. And most of the labels say on them, if you read them, it says use for up to 14 days. Great point. And I have kept... You brought in a sample today. I did. So I must
0: have had this, what, for seven years since it was about three years old when we figured out Riley needed to come off of gluten and dairy. So I have a package insert... From one of his prescriptions of Prevacid. Okay. What does it say? It says under directions, take every day for 14 days. Then okay. go down a couple sentences and in bold now it says, do not take for more than 14 days. Right. But is anybody telling anybody this, or are you reading your package inserts? There's a reason why that is in bold. Right. Do not take for more than fourteen days. Right,
1: and I, you know, we really encourage you if you are to get an, an-, an acid of any sort, read those labels, and you might be shocked what you find out. Right, right. and
0: I think when we do, we have to take a break we now do, because I yeah. think when we come back from break, we should get into. The the side effects, because they're pretty alarming. I think people will be surprised. Right,
1: yeah. So break time again. And I want to take this time... To thank all of our podcast listeners out there. And a special, special thank you to one of our very long distance podcast listeners, Denise from Germany, who flew all the way to the US to have an in person appointment with me last week. You are famous. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh, that's awesome. It was such an honor. And, it, you know, it was really great to meet her in person. And she was a really lovely lady. And when asking her if it was okay to mention uh, her on air, she said, Definitely. It'd be an honor to be mentioned on the radio show that has changed my life. That makes me want to cry. Isn't that great? Yes. And I look forward to talking to her for Skype in the near future. If you are a long distance listener and are looking for more specific advice, we have phone and Skype appointments available. You can check out our Website at weightandwellness.com for more details or feel free to give us or feel free like Denise to take a trip to Minnesota and meet with one of our licensed nutritionists or dietitians in person. So we'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition
0: brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. If you're just joining us, I'm Cassie Wienes, registered and licensed dietitian. This past hour, we've been talking all about heartburn, Or you might want to use the broader term of acid reflux. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from chronic heartburn or chronic acid reflux, I really encourage you to make an individual appointment with one of our nutrition counselors. We have the expertise to help you get to the bottom of things and figure out what that food connection is to your heartburn or your acid reflux. My son's story, Riley's story, that many of you heard earlier in the hour, is living proof that food can make a real impact. So if you're interested in making an appointment with a nutritionist, you can call the ladies at the office today. The number is 651-699-3438. And Leah mentioned we do have Skype and Mm -hmm. phone appointments, so even if you're out of the area or out of the country, it is doable. It
1: is. Yep, yep. We can definitely get to the root of what's going on. Yes. Right. All right, we have a caller. Oh, good. Therese, thanks for calling Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question about a cheese substitute? Oh, that- right. I guess when first coming
0: off dairy, can you still eat butter or just cut all dairy out? And then I really like cheese and need cheese, so can you substitute goat cheese or is there anything else? I can't eat soy either, so I didn't know if right. there's a, something that can be substituted. And I'm sorry, I missed your name. Therese. Therese. Oh, I can so relate. You take me back to the year when we were first told um, that we have a dairy allergy because I found out I had a dairy allergy as well. And so did Marissa. So the three of us in the family had to give it up. Um, And I would never have guessed that giving up dairy was harder than giving up gluten, but I missed that cheese. I bet I missed my cheese and mourned my no cheese for about a year. Um, In terms of a substitute, goat cheese, I will tell you that for me anyway, right now, I can do it here and there. Like I might do a little bit of goat cheese a couple times a year, but the thing with goat cheese is it's still... The protein that your body is negatively reacting to, it's just that if you think of the size of a goat and the size of a cow, mm-hmm. the goat is that much smaller, the protein molecule is that much smaller, right. so your reaction is a little less, but you're still having a negative reaction to it. So it's not something I would recommend on any regular basis. Um, and,
1: and then is, what was the other... She was asking about, can you still do butter...
0: Butter. So mm-hmm. for a lot of people, you can still do butter and you can still do cream because right. an allergy, the definition of an allergy is your body reacting to the protein. Butter is mostly fat. Mm-hmm. Cream is mostly fat. Now, that being said, Riley, I a, a year or so into his dairy and gluten-free we weren't perfect yet, yeah. and I took out butter, and that really helped. Yep. So there are always going to be those traces of protein in the butter. Everybody has a different level to their sensitivity. I would certainly try to keep the butter in yeah. and try to keep the the heavy cream in and see how you do.
1: Yeah, a lot of people. That's usually kind of the two common uh, pieces of dairy that we do leave in. And there are occasions where we have to maybe be even more restrictive. Um, ghee is a you know, is a clarified right. butter that's another that, option. Right. Couldn't be an option for something that's really dairy sensitive. Um and so that could be if you're really sensitive. But I would start with cutting out most dairy, having butter, having heavy cream, and um, you know, at least giving it at least six weeks and see how you feel. All right. Thank right. you so much. Thanks for your call. All right, Cassie, as as we're ending this hour here, we wanted to touch on a couple more things. Um, So just quickly, we wanted to mention some common acid-blocking medications.
0: Yes, because I think some people are taking acid-blocking medications and they don't know that's what they are. Right,
1: right, right, right. So um, some that, that Riley were on, we talked about earlier, like Zantac. He started on the Zantac, so that's one of them. They moved
0: him to the... Prilosec, and then the Prevacid. Those are some pretty common ones. Zantac, Prilosec, Prevacid.
1: Other ones are Nexium, Tagament, Protonix, and Zegred. Those are very common ones on the market. And so, too, what are some of the symptoms of, um, of being on these acid blockers for more than eight weeks? Right. There are a lot, aren't right, there? Right. Um,
0: reduced absorption of a lot of different nutrients right. can happen. The ones that come to my mind are B12, Yes, deficiency of B12, deficiency of magnesium can develop, deficiency of calcium, iron, folate. Which is another B vitamin right. and
1: zinc, right? And so, the, just focusing on a couple, you know, we, you can get an idea of how much of a problem these deficiencies can be. So let's talk about right. a couple. So, like B twelve, for example, if you've been on one
0: of these antacids we've talked about for a long time, you may have developed a B twelve deficiency. And this can be really serious because B12 has a lot to do with how well our nerves function and how well our brain functions. So a couple of body signs of a B12 deficiency would be tingling in in your extremities, like tingling numbness in your fingers and in your toes. Another serious one is memory problems. You might feel like you're losing your memory, and that can be a sign of a B12 deficiency. But the good news is oftentimes when people stop their antacid, they stop their Prevacid or they stop their Nexium, a lot of times these problems simply go away. Exactly, exactly. So what about another one? What about being low in iron? Iron deficiency, yes. That's a really common one, as you know, Leah, with long-term use of the products like Prevacid, Prilosec. Now, an iron deficiency often will show itself as low energy, yeah. like like that extreme low energy. Right. Hair loss is another one. Um, another sign of low iron is peeling nails, and yeah. you know, I remember back when Riley was on Previs said his nails used to peel terribly now he has the strongest fastest growing nails. I swear I am ki- clipping that kid's nails every other day <laughs> That's great. and he just hates it, but I'm like, time That's to clip great. those
1: nails That's awesome, so I think as we running out of time here. I think what's jumped to what are some of the like the top supplements to be taking for To reduce your heartburn. Right, because that's sort of the next layer
0: to all of this. Certainly you want to remove what is aggravating. Like with Riley, we remove the gluten, remove the dairy, but then you want to heal your system Mm -hmm. as well. So when I think of the top three supplements for heartburn and actually the ones that our family does... Acidophilus has to come to mind right. first. Yeah. I love dophilus powder that we use at home. Right. We all take it at bedtime at our house. Yep. Um and certainly Riley is the one that probably benefits the most. Yep. But we take the powder at bedtime and great. that actually helps your stomach to produce a healthy amount of acid right. yep. so you can properly digest your foods and get them moving through. That's great. Another great supplement is Glutashield. Yep. This is a powdered form of glutamine but it also has some licorice root in it for yep. healing the lining of the intestines and some aloe and and that can help heal the intestines and the stomach lining as well. That's great. And then the third top supplement that comes to my mind and then I'll I'll welcome your feedback, yeah. but orthodigestzyme. Yep. It's a great digestive enzyme and it has some hydrochloric acid in it. And I know this sounds counterintuitive, but believe me when I say that hydrochloric acid helps to calm
1: down the reflux. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you're on those acid suppressors for so long, you become low in acid and you get the same symptoms. Because everything sits in your stomach because now you don't have the acid
0: to break it down and then things are more likely to To regurgitate back up. Right.
1: And have this, yeah, same symptoms as being too acidic. Yes. Yeah, so these are great recommendations. These are very, very common ones that I also use when I work with clients that have reflux. And I think you made a really great point that not only do we need to find out what is underlying food correlation to help to reduce the symptoms, but we have to heal the damage. Yes. And have yes. to balance out, you know, the the inflammation and the imbalance in the stomach. Yes, so I think that's great. They have those supplements have made a huge difference for Riley
0: and getting him right. to his perfect healthy self. And I know they can help other people as well. Right. But you know, and I want to let listeners know we are really sympathetic that yeah. the holiday time is a hard time oh, to think are. about cutting out foods, right? But the relief that you feel,
1: right, is so worth, worth it. it. Totally worth it. So I think you know, as we're ending the show, we should kind of recap some of the things that we've talked about today to help. With um, kind of getting to the root cause and also helping to heal the heartburn.
0: Yes. So remove uh, the culprits, whether it's sugar, gluten, dairy. Think about those things, and then heal with supplements like acidophilus, glutamine, and a good digestive enzyme is another one.
1: Right. And have a great holiday right. season. And and two and have you nice know the food. healthy bacteria. You know it's important too. Like Cassie was just mentioning, the list before bedtime can eliminate. And also, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you found this show interesting, please share it with a friend or family member. Our message this week is how eating real food supports your health.
0: Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio.